Welcome to the Wrestling Stable Show, where you don't join, you're chosen. Today is Wednesday, July 1st, 2020. Later in today's show, we will cover today's second round action in the New Japan Cup from New Japan Pro Wrestling. But we start off with recapping last night's Impact Wrestling on Access TV and Twitch. We start off Impact with Josh Matthews making the official announcement that the Impact Championship is now vacant. We are now 19 nights away from Slammiversary. The main event was originally Tessa Blanchard defending the Impact World Championship in a fatal five-way against Michael Elgin, Ace Austin, Trey, and Eddie Edwards. Since the match was announced, Tessa, due to being stuck in Mexico with her man Daga and reportedly refusing to send in video promos, has been released from Impact Wrestling. Her contract was also reportedly about to end any day now. Michael Elgin, of course, was on the list of the Speaking Out movement and will be off of TV while Impact does a full investigation. The Fatal Five-Way will now be a Fatal Four-Way. It will now be Ace Austin versus Eddie Edwards, versus Trey, versus a mystery opponent. Madison Rain says we are guaranteed a new Impact World Champion. Will the mystery opponent be someone currently signed to Impact? Will it be a debuting EC3? Eric Young? Or how about Heath Slater? Heath Slater yesterday released a video package teasing he will return to wrestling on July 18th. We have heard the man who he became the first ever SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions with, Rhino, reference that he has a tag team partner and he has kids. I would love to see Rhino and Slater reunite in the Impact Tag Divi Division, but he technically could debut in the Slammiversary main event. Now, the opening contest saw Chris Bay with the swingman Johnny Swinger versus TNA original Suicide. This character was birthed in a video game, and this was a fun X Division type match. Swinger being in Bay's corner really helped out as Bay was able to get the win over Suicide. Now, Chris Bay pinned the X Division champion Willie Mack in a tag team match and will challenge Willie for the X Division championship at Slammiversary. Later, backstage, we hear that Johnny Swinger will be banned from ringside when Mack defends against Chris Bay. So Bay's original advantage that he had, you know, over suicide, as well as the advantage he would possibly have going into Slammiversary, has now been taken out of the equation. Moose backstage said Crazy Steve is all about fun and games, and he is not. Fun and games did not get him through seven years in the NFL, and he will find out why he is the TNA World Heavyweight Champion and why he is the legend known as Moose. The next match was Reno Scum versus TJB and Fala, TJP and Falaba in tag team action. This match was chaotic in a good way. Fala hit the Samoan drop and TJP hit the Mamba splash on Thornstone for the one, two, three. It would good, be good to see the Rascals, at least Wentz and Dez, get their hands on Reno Scum at Slammiversary. Johnny Bravo joined Johnny Swinger and Madison Rain on Locker Room Talk. Madison tried to get the scoop on Bravo's budding relationship with Rosemary, 
but got no answers. Then she brought out Rosemary. Swinger said that the chemistry between him and Rosemary was so thick you could cut it with a knife. This led to some words between Swinger and Bravo. Then Taya Valkyrie came out and asked if Rosemary would be her tag team partner. She said yes, and they walked off the set. Next, the North came out to explain why they attacked the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock. They are the longest reigning Impact Tag Team Champions in history. Paige says that he has that Shamrock has no friends because he has anger issues, and he's nuts. This brought out Shamrock. As he got to ringside about to get into the ring, we saw the ICU flash on the screen, and we heard Sammy Callahan say, who needs friends when you have enemies? And then he came out to even the odds. So you have to believe after this uh, moment that this will lead to the North defending the Impact Tag Team titles at Slammiversary against Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. Scott DeMore was backstage and said, a couple of good brothers like you, which almost locks Anderson and Gallows joining Impact at Slammiversary. On yesterday's episode, I gave the history of Gallows and Anderson, so go back and check that out. He was also approached, Scott was also approached by the North, and DeMore said that the North versus Shamrock and Callahan is now official for Slammiversary. The flashback moment of the week featured another man who may return at Slammiversary. We saw highlights of Eric Young beating Magnus to become world heavyweight champion. The next match was Moose defending his TNA championship against Crazy Steve. Steve is a former two-time tag team champion. And Steve jumped off the top rope in this match, but was caught by Moose, who hit a fallaway slam, throwing him completely across the ring. As Steve got to his feet, Moose hit the no jackhammers needed spear for the one, two, three. Tommy Dreamer came out and, with the medical personnel and Moose beat him down too. I was wondering what TNA original Moose will def defend against at Slammiversary. And I wondered if the match would be set before July 18th or if we will just issue an open challenge that night. But after a commercial break, a bloody Tommy Dreamer cut a promo on Moose's natural talent, referenced the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, and talked about Moose's success at NFL and wrestling. Dreamer said that we, referencing Dusty in his Hard Times promo, Dreamer says that we're in the hardest time of all. And Moose is only here for a paycheck, not for the love of the business. And Moose has been complaining about catering, and he's a cancer in the locker room. Dreamer said that Moose is naturally talented, but he's a waste of that talent. So not sure if they will do this match before, but it seems like this could be the TNA championship match for Slammiversary, if not at least next week. I mean, I'd like to see that open challenge where one of these guys who's coming back uh, to, or debuting in Impact answers Moose's call, but we'll have to wait and see. Next, we saw Kira Hogan with Tasha Steeles versus Jessica Havoc and Nivea. Uh, last week, Steeles beat Nivea. Steeles got on the apron in this match and put on Havoc's gas mask. Totally not cool for germs these days. But as the referee went up to Tasha, she passed the mask over to Kira, who used it as a weapon on Havoc and assisted her in getting the one, two, three on Havoc. Steeles and Hogan are now 2-0 against Havoc and Nivea. At Slammiversary, we will see these four, but we will see uh, a lot more than that. There will be a gauntlet match. So we will see Kira, 
Tasha Steeles, Havoc, Nivea, Taya Valkyrie, Rosemary, Alicia Edwards, Susie, not Sue Young, Susie, Kylie Ray, and Kimberly in a gauntlet match for the number one contendership for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Jordan Grace will defend the Knockouts Championship against the virtuosa Deanna Perrazzo. Madman Fulton, for the second week in a row, is in the main event of Impact. Last week, he beat former Impact World Champion Eddie Edwards. Edwards will also be in the Impact Wrestling Championship match with Ace, a mystery man, and the man Madman faced last week, who he also attacked two separate times and cost him a shot at the finals of the Impact number one contendership, Trey. In the match, Trey hit Fulton with a stick and got disqualified. Josh went full John Cena, <laughs> saying that Trey was showing ruthless aggression. Trey continued to beat down the monster with a steel chair as we went off air. But not before seeing the old cape in some superhero music pointing towards Super Eric, otherwise known as Eric Young, which basically locks him as one of the former world champions returning at Slammiversary. I mean, I really... I've studied exclusively Eric Young's hand, but it looks like his hand, who's sitting in the, uh, the chair, watching everyone being released, you know, pouring himself a drink. Uh, this week we had Eric Young winning the world championship as our flashback moment. And we close out with Eric Young, uh, you know, in Super Eric uh, T. So I hope he doesn't come back as this Eric Young character. I hope he comes back as a serious threat to the world championship. But either way, Eric Young, in some capacity, almost a lock uh, to return at Slammiversary. For next week's show, uh, they have announced Sammy Callahan will go one-on-one with Josh Alexander as we get closer uh, to the North defending against Callahan and uh, Ken Shamrock at Slammiversary. And, you know, that was our Impact show that we had this week. But this morning, we also saw the uh, return of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So we're now in this, we're, we're continuing the second round of the New Japan Cup from New Japan Pro Wrestling. The opening match was Bushi versus Yoshihashi. This was their first ever singles meeting. As Yoshihashi was posing on the ropes at, on his entrance, Bushi attacked him and the bell rang. In the match, Bushi hit a missile drop kick off of the top rope and did a Bushi Rooney to get to his feet. He also went for the MX, that diving double knee face buster, but Yoshihashi countered. Yoshihashi locked in the butterfly lock until Bushi got to the ropes. He continued his comeback until he eventually hit Bushi with Karma, the pump handle half Nelson driver, for the one, two, three. The next match uh, we saw show face Cold Skull Sonata in their first ever singles meeting. Show had the biggest upset yet in this year's New Japan Cup as he defeated Sonata's LIJ stablemate, the never-openweight champion, Shingo Takagi, in the first round. And Show is sh- uh, so strong. There's some alliteration. <laughs> there was a spot in this match where Sonata attempted to reverse leapfrog Show, but he got caught. And uh, Sonata is much larger than him. but so, so for Show to catch him midair without letting him return to his feet, uh, shows amazing strength. So he caught him in midair and German suplexed him. Then suplexed him again without losing wrist control. Now, Sonata is about three inches taller and 20 pounds heavier. Show even reversed Sonata's attempt at a hurricanrata 
deadlifting him up into a powerbomb position and nailed the power breaker. The powerbomb dropped into a knee, double knee backbreaker. Sho got a few close pins in and kept trying to hit the shock arrow, but Sonata eventually did a moonsault from the middle turnbuckle and locked on a dragon sleeper, bringing Sho to the mat and locking on Skull End by wrapping on the body scissors to get the submission win and advance in the tournament. So Sho's kind of Cinderella story ends there. Our next match was a multi-man match. Toriyano teamed with Tomohiro Ishii and Yodasuchi against the ticking time bomb the IWGP junior heavyweight champion, Hiromo Takahashi, the never openweight champion, and one-third of the six-man champions, Shingo Takagi, and the IWGP heavyweight and IWGP intercontinental double champion, Tetsuya Naito. This was a good match and ended when Hiromo submitted Suchi in a Boston Crab, picking up the win for Los Ingobernables de Japón. After the match, Ishii got into the face of Hiromo before walking to the back. Tomorrow, Hiromo will face Ishii in second round action. After the intermission, we saw the New Japan Cup continue as Kota Ibushi accompanied to the ring with his IWGP Tag Team Championship partner, Hiroshi Tanahashi, faced off against Tai Chi, who was accompanied to the ring by his dangerous Tekkers partner, Zack Sabre Jr. In round one, we saw Ibushi beat Sabre and Tai Chi defeat Tanahashi. This match broke down when Ibushi went for Kamagoye and Taichi reversed it, running him into the referee, knocking him to the outside. The partners quickly got involved, and Taichi even used the iron glove on Ibushi and then hit the Black Mephesto for the one, two, three. Taichi, in back-to-back matches, has beaten the IWGP Tag Team Champions. In the main event, Evil faced off against Hiroki Goto. Evil did not want to wait to get his hands on Goto. He met him at the entrance ramp, and it was a hard-hitting match from there. Evil hit Darkness Falls, but Goto kicked out. Goto hit GTW, but Evil kicked out. Evil finally landed Everything is Evil for the 1-2-3. Tomorrow, the New Japan Cup continues with four quarterfinal matches. We will see Yoshihashi versus Evil. They are one and one at this time. The other three matches are first time ever singles matchups. Hiromo Takahashi versus Tomohiro Ishii. Taichi Ishimori versus uh, Kazuchika Okada. Uh, and Sanada versus Taichi. That is our show for today. Thank you for checking out Wrestling Stable, where you don't join, you're chosen. See you tomorrow.